Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Aaron McMahon. We just recorded our Michigan, Michigan State preview podcast on Thursday late morning, but we are back today on Friday for an emergency pod, breaking down the latest NCAA allegations against Michigan's football program and where things can go from here. Aaron, back with you again. How are you, my friend? <laughs> Happy Rivalry Week. Yeah, it was going fine up until Thursday afternoon when... Yes, the latest news broke. Uh, I thought we were going to get through this week without much drama. Uh, I'd been so quiet all week. Players weren't talking much trash. And everything was kind of, you know, hunky-dory. And then, uh, yeah, 1.30, Thursday afternoon rolls around, and Michigan is facing more um, NCAA allegations at this point. Um, they're being investigated for violating bylaw 11.6.1, and, and without getting into too many details, that basically – that rule basically prohibits off-campus in-person scouting of a future of future opponents. Um, essentially, teams or schools are not allowed to send staffers on the road to games of future opponents to watch and to scout in person. It's just not allowed. It hasn't been allowed since 1994. Um, <clears throat> you know, teams do trade film ahead of uh, you know ahead of games. That's that's pretty common. So teams are able to look at formations and and you know get get schemes down and look at potential plays they, they can prepare for and and look they can you know they can look at signs on the sideline there as well but what michigan's being accused of is a little bit deeper than that um reports elsewhere yahoo sports and espn have kind of made this sound like michigan is kind of involved in a large scale um you know operation here they're claiming that michigan is using uh, has used multiple people and, and gone kind of above and beyond what they're supposed to be doing under NCAA rules to to pick up signs. Um, you know, it's it's a murky thing, right? Like sign stealing isn't technically, you know, against the rules, whether that's football or baseball or anything else, but it's one of those things that's like frowned upon, right? Like it, it, they know it happens, teams do it, um, but it sounds like Michigan's gone above and beyond, at least, at least according to the NCAA at this point. Um, at this point, those are the only additional allegations Michigan is facing. The NCAA hasn't commented at this point. However, uh, Michigan and the Big Ten conference did come out Thursday afternoon basically confirming as such. Uh, the Big Ten even went as far as to say that Michigan was under, under investigation for directly sign-stealing. In fact, the Big Ten went ahead and informed Michigan State this week, uh, and they have informed all Michigan's future opponents. Now, we don't know who turned Michigan in. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion on – 
you know, social media that maybe it was Rutgers based on what Greg Schiano was, you know, talking about at halftime of the game this year. There's been some folks thrown out there that, you know, it's always it could be Ohio State. We don't know that at this point. It's, it's way too early to 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 tend to. Yeah, there's a lot of speculation. <laughs> it is, yeah, and, and there's and the reports have said that there have been a couple of Big Ten teams have complained about this to to the uh, to the conference. So teams have turned them in. We don't know exactly who. Uh, you can make all the guesses and assumptions all you want, uh, but there's right now there's not a whole lot of evidence either way here. Um, Michigan was supposed to be, uh, you know, sent evidence. Uh, that the NCAA apparently has. I, I haven't gotten wind of that yet. We don't know if that's that's actually happened, um, but we have found out some additional details. And, and you've reached out to some of the uh, the programs that Michigan has faced already this year too, correct? Yeah, I've reached out. I mean, I've, I've done my tried to do my due diligence as best as I can. I've heard back from a handful of programs. Some have not commented. Uh, one in particular, Bowling Green, went, went out and adamantly said that no, they're not aware of any any sign stealing issues. They had no problems with Michigan. Um, it sounds like this is Big Ten related, just the fact that the conference has gotten involved uh, and, and, went to, and essentially gone to the NCAA about it. So it sounds like it's Big Ten. We don't know what schools at this point. Again, as I said, you can make your assumptions, um, you know, it, it, we, but we, we have no proof at this point. I, I will say Jim Harbaugh uh, and Michigan Athletic Director Ward Emanuel came out uh, at Thursday as well with their own respective statements. Uh, Michigan and War Manual have said they're, they plan on cooperating with the Big Ten, as does Jim Harbaugh. Um, you know, they, they're, they're not for uh, any of this stuff. They're, they, you know, they're praising, you know, they want to keep the integrity of the game and everything else. Um, and Jim Harbaugh came up pretty adamantly. You know, he said he had no knowledge or he did not direct anyone in his staff to do this. So he's claiming ignorance at this point. I don't know if that's going to help him, you know, down the line when it comes to penalties, if, if there are. But um, a lot of moving parts right now. I think one of the more interesting things I found from the situation is that there was a report that Michigan State basically considered not playing on Saturday because of health and safety concerns, which kind of took me back to the 2020 COVID year when Michigan didn't play OSU because of the same reasons. Now, obviously, this is a little bit different of a situation, and MSU will play the game as planned because, I mean, uh, there's not like they're, they're short-staffed or anything or without certain key players, but... I think that might have been a little bit of an overreaction, but it is interesting that in the ESPN report, there was an unnamed Big Ten source that was cited saying that this is worse than both the Astros and the Patriots sign stealing and illegal scouting scandals, which, I mean, if you go back to I mean, those, especially the Astros, they were dinged pretty hard for that, and people are still kind of saying that they're uh, – their World Series title is, has a little bit of an asterisk on it. So it's tough to tell where this is going to go from the Michigan side, but there was some news today as the NCAA has reportedly identified a primary culprit on Michigan staff. Uh, what uh, what can you tell us about that, Aaron? Yes. So, yeah, according to ESPN report early Friday morning, uh, a low-level analyst by the name of Connor Stallions has been named kind of a – uh, a person of interest in this case. Uh, he's certainly under scrutiny by the NCAA, according to a report from, again, Pete Thamel, Mark Slavik of ESPN, that uh, the NCAA has actually uh, opened, uh, not only opened an investigation, obviously, into this, but they're looking at uh, Stallion's computers. Uh, so he's clearly the centerpiece of this right now. Um, you know, I, I tried to reach out to Connor this uh, this week. I haven't heard back from him. As, as of now, as, of, as we record this Friday afternoon, he remains a member of the program. Um, but he's, he's certainly been heavily involved here. 
Uh, it, it makes sense, right? You know, Jim Harbaugh came out of the statement Thursday claiming he had no knowledge of any of this or what was going on. He said he didn't direct anyone to do this. So it would make sense, I guess, from Michigan's perspective that this was a low-level staffer doing it. At the same time, it's hard to believe that somebody would be doing this and helping the program and, and someone of in power, whether it's a coordinator, whether it's Jim Harbaugh, or whatever the case may be, didn't know it was going on. And and that's kind of going to be at the crux of the situation if and when Michigan faces um, you know, uh, penalties here. Um, a little bit more on Stallions. He's a uh, – you, you can describe him as a, as a military – he's got a military background, huge football fan, uh, Michigan super fan you can put. Um, went to the U.S. Naval Academy where he was a student assistant coach uh, from 2013 to 17. Uh, and, and oddly enough, during that time, it sounds like he was spending a lot of his free time, whether it was on weekends or during the summer, uh, in Ann Arbor uh, as a volunteer assistant coach in the Michigan program. You know, there was a profile I thought was fascinating. It was written on him a few years ago. And he, he kind of told he's told his story, how he would pay his own way coming back to Ann Arbor to help the program. He would attend every football game as a volunteer assistant coach. Um, to the point where, you know, he was eventually hired as a full-time staffer in, in 2022. Um, he made about $55,000 last year as an analyst. Um, so, and, and analysts are always a murky, it's a murky job to begin with. Michigan isn't very transparent about what those guys do. We're told they do a lot of work behind the scenes, watching tape and diving into analytics and the stats and everything else. But we don't think every, every guy has a different role. Uh, that sounds like, at least right now, according to ESPN, some of these reports, he Stallions was doing some devious stuff, at least trying to pick up signals. So the, the crux of this investigation isn't, and again, it was we wrote about this yesterday in MLive.com, the crux of this isn't whether or not Michigan stole signals because it happens in football all the time. Teams do it. There's a reason they try and hide things on the sidelines, everything else. But it's whether Michigan went above and beyond what is uh, c- considered allowable took place. If they're found and if there's proof that they did, whether it's attending you know, games in person and, st- and taking video of the sidelines and then analyzing that or doing stuff in games where like it's a Patriot situation where they're recording and the other team and everything and transferring you know, live to the players and coaches. It's a different story. So th- there's a lot of unknowns at this point. It remains under investigation. And we're going to find out here probably, uh, you know, next, you know, I, I guess next six months more, more on this. It is unfortunate because they are so damn good this year. I mean, is it necessary for them to illegally scout their opponents? I mean, probably not. You are the deepest team probably in all of college football. You have elite talent at all of the important positions, and then you get this levied against you. I mean, no, they are. it's kind of like they're in a lose-lose situation now for the rest of the season, whatever transpires from this. If you win, people are going to criticize you for needing to cheat to win. And and there could be an asterisk involved there. And if you lose, people will say it's because you got caught cheating and didn't have that advantage anymore. I mean, it it doesn't take away from how good this team is. They're still probably going to dominate on Saturday against MSU. And then again, the next game against Purdue, but it will certainly add another interesting element come Penn state and Ohio state weeks and yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure they're going to have some th- some thoughts on it, and it'll be interesting to hear what Ryan Day and and uh, James Franklin have to say about it. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it seems like just like the previous investigation, it's far from over, and we'll just have to kind of see what transpires. Yeah, and, and really, this is the second analyst who's gotten in trouble now. You know, the the first Michigan investigation that they're currently under that 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 netted that netted Jim that suspension uh, involved a separate analyst, Ryan Osborne, who was. Uh, working in practice, uh, which isn't allowed either. So Michigan's clearly been 
you know, using using their analysts for some maybe some nefarious stuff allegedly. A lot going on here. Uh, but at the end of the day, if Michigan is found to be in violation of NCAA rules this time, the second time, it, Jim Harbaugh is going to is going to face further penalties. I mean, the NCAA rule, rule book says that. You know, he's, it says I looked at it today. A coach quote shall be held responsible for the head coach's actions and the actions of all institutional staff members who report directly or indirectly to the head coach. So whatever happens here is going to fall on Jim Harbaugh's doorstep regardless. Um, it's it's another blow. Uh, wh- whether whether Michigan is found guilty of violating these rules or not, in a way you can make the case that damage is done publicly in the, co- in the public court of opinion, right? Michigan fans may poo-poo this. And, and look, maybe there's a case to be made, right? Maybe the NCAA has come down too hard on Michigan and Jim Harbaugh for whatever reasons are, they're out there. But the fact is, there are rules, and rules can't be broken. And and, and someone's going to get caught. And right now, it's it's you know at least the last year or so, uh, it's been Michigan. And, and, and at, the, at the end of the day, the head coach of the program in trouble bears the uh, the brunt of the responsibility, and that's going to fall on Jim Harbaugh. So, where this goes, I don't exactly know. Um, if Michigan, as I said, Michigan, if Michigan is found, you know, guilty of. Um, you know, breaking these violations, I suspect there'll be further sanctions on Michigan. I, Jim Harbaugh could potentially face a, a you know a larger suspension on top of the the level two stuff we've been de- they've been dealing with now for the last six months. Um, so a lot really on the line here, a lot going on. It, it calls into question Jim Harbaugh's future at Michigan. I mean, if he's found again, if he's in trouble again, they've been talking contract extension now for for a while. Um, and he's got an opportunity in the NFL. It would not surprise me if this this further opens the door for him to leave. So, uh, it, it and you know it also in a way could tarnish the season, right? Say Michigan does go on to get in the playoff and or win a national championship, there are going to be people maybe outside of Ann Arbor, not necessarily here, but people in you know general college football fans are going to like look at this season with with you know a uh, cautious eye, right? Michigan will be labeled cheaters probably by some programs. Uh, they'll be looked at negatively. Um, so there's, there's just a lot going on here. It's, it's not a position you want to be in Michigan in a way has kind of opened the door for themselves here, given the way they've acted in the past and the way Jim Harbaugh has kind of poo pooed and, and, you know, rubbed his nose in the NCAA in the past. So I don't know. It, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting predicament they find themselves in who knows where it goes. Uh, but it's, it's just another off the field issue that Michigan's had in the last year. And, and look, there've been several others too. We've detailed in the past that aren't even violation regard, uh, you know, level stuff, just embarrassing things. So it's, it's been one after another, uh, and, uh, yeah, not, not a great look. Well, we will continue to have full coverage of this investigation along with tons of coverage from Saturday's rivalry matchup. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you again next week.